Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good. Glad to hear that. So in this surprise sports talk, me and brother Asher from uh, from episode one actually, and I can't even believe I didn't say this throughout the entire recording of the podcast. As of the ninth, which technically right now would have been day before yesterday, was the official one-year anniversary of MI stuff. But our actual one-year anniversary of when this was a sports talk was back in June or July of last year. So we recorded the first episode and then went months and months and months and didn't record another one. This was just a dormant account for a, a while before I picked it back up and started doing the MI stuff. But when I started doing the MI stuff, it was one year ago as of the 9th. So that being said, we made it. It's our one-year anniversary officially, and I had forgotten to mention anything about that. So when I realized that, we were talking about sports, and I was like, we may as well go ahead and get the national championship talk out of the way and clear the air because Alabama lost to Clemson in an epic fashion, and I was pretty fucking embarrassed over that. So anyway, wanted to give our take on that, and that's that. Anywho, that's for you, Timmy Pierce. You get that? Anywho. So, please go to Facebook, click like on the MI Stuff page on Facebook, go to Instagram, click follow, go to Twitter and click follow, go to YouTube and type in Kelsey Hudgens, K-E-L-S-E-Y-H-U-D-G-I-N-S, and click subscribe. You can also search MI Stuff on YouTube and click subscribe on the channel. Please trying to get the subscriptions up so that we can uh, get this good word out to the rest of the world. Recycle your plastics. Don't be a dickhead. Um, what else do I got? That might be all I got for you as far as intro-wise. Um, do that. Listen to this episode. I think we kept it. Semi, semi short for a guest episode. So anyway, let's see here. Yep, that's all I got for you. So without further ado, episode number fourteen of Sports Talk featuring Asher Robinson. Enjoy, motherfuckers. Okay, I just don't want it to be like he goes somewhere and beats us, like for real. And for those listening to audio, you'll have to go to YouTube to find out what we were just talking about. But Jalen Hurts is the is the name on the table right now. Speaking of Hurts, my heart hurts a little. Just a little, though. You're from South Carolina, man. Gotta be happy. I'm, well, I, I am happy. I, I'm happy that... I'm happy... For the sake of the sport. Just like I said on Facebook, and you've heard me say it a thousand times, I love Alabama, but I love college football more. Same deal as I love the Braves, but I love baseball more. That's parody. Yeah, it does. It's good for the story. It's good for the 30 for 30. Like, I mean, it's really good for the 30 for 30. What would have been, me and Tyler Tyler had this conversation right after you <laughs> the left. Dabo Saban story? Yeah, well, the story of, the, yeah, the Bama Clemson, the whatever it is, the, the it probably be Roll Tigers. 
But but uh, uh, whatever thirty for thirty is, I guarantee you that it will be like it would have been better if Jalen Hurts would have come in at halftime and won the game against Clemson, like the ultimate comeback for Jalen. And that's another thing that I wanted to say. <laughs> Instead, he got benched until like half the way through the fourth quarter, and then he couldn't do anything. The momentum yeah, was too I mean, high. Momentum's too far gone. You're down yeah. by like fucking twenty five points. Clemson was rolling. There was nothing they could, we could do. What are you going to do? So now he's transferred. Of course, now he's transferred. Does he even have time? Does he have now, one year left? What does he have left? I think he was a jun- uh, f- uh, uh, junior. Junior, so he's so, he could yeah. enter the draft, but he's yeah. got another year left of eligibility. Yeah. Okay. He wants to make make his name. I think yeah, he wants yeah. to raise his Stock with value. people like Trevor Lawrence in the league, and obviously to a. Well, at least he's going next year, not the year after. I mean, yeah, true story. But here's a here's the thing that I wanted to say too. Get your take on. Is that it was Nick Saban was defeated very early on. He was defeated very early on. You could just tell. Like it, to go in and put our third string quarterback in on a fake punt, or I mean a fake field goal attempt, instead of taking the three guaranteed. Then Georgia tried the same shit. Yeah, and I mean they Clemson was them. Clemson lined up for it. They lined up to for for the thing that we were we we were trying to pull, and that's. Just I, th- I thought that was bad. I thought that was poor coaching, and I know that that's a sh- that's a very very shaky thing to say about Nick Saban. But I'm not trying to blame the I, game I'm on him. It was a, like a poor coaching thing. Like Nick Saban was able to pull off like miraculous bullshit onside punts and fake this and one thing or another. Where everyone every time he pulled him off, it, everyone's like he is the greatest coach ever. Yeah, but that's when how they beat wrong. Clemson. That's how they beat Clemson yeah. the first time. Um. This time, like it's it's interesting. Like we've talked about before, the pipeline. They're they're getting good athletes. Yeah, they really are. Like they really are. They're just really making plays. Like that whole entire game, <clears throat> Clemson made plays. Dude, Clemson, it, Clemson made plays. They were playing on God mode, man. They really were. Like they they didn't score on like two drives. And they scored on like every other drive, man. Like that was just, it was probably, dare I say, the most efficiently run offense. That I mean, think about, think about all the NFL starters that are on the defense on Alabama right now. How many NFL starters? This one, two of them. Like seriously, how many NFL starters did did they destroy? Old number ninety two, Quinn and Williams, or uh, uh, his name, Quinn and uh, uh, I can't remember his last name. It might be weird, but seriously, NFL so, starters, okay. and they just do destroyed think, them. Do you think for the first time that, like, in all actuality, in the last decade, that there's actual parity in college football? In the last decade, not really. It's just been Alabama after Alabama, pretty much. It's been Alabama after Alabama, but right now, do you actually think that there's parity? Oh, 100%. I've said it was good. I've said it was good for the sport. It's good for the sport that that Goliath gets knocked down. And who better to do it than a good old boy like, uh, uh, what's his, uh, Tiki calls him all shucks. (laughs) So he's an all, you know, he's got that all shucks thing going on. Dabo's just a, a nice guy. He's like a sweetheart, and everybody wants to love him. I mean, who who better to 
Yeah, who better to to take down the giant? Because I mean, Davo's definitely God's boy, and and Saban is one letter away from his his guy. <laughs> I mean, am I lying? He's definitely Darth Vader in this story. That they, they vacation together. Anyway, yeah, they do. Know. Same as God and the devil. It says it in the Bible. That's the that's the whole thing. Is it not God? Is this not just that's why? Is that why this story is so good? Because it's the old timey story of good it, it versus become, evil. It has become like a, a Goliath, David. Yeah, the dragon has been slain yeah. in a big way. And Sir Lancelot. Yeah, no shit. The sword <laughs> and the stone. <laughs> that's what Trevor Lawrence. Is. Trevor Lawrence is Sir Lancelot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, we King Arthur, really good King Arthur and Sir Lancelot, man. Exactly. Dragons and shit. Trevor Lawrence could be the. And it could have just been his game. But everything that I saw him do in that game leads me to believe that he could be. He could out. He could outshine Tim Tebow. Everyone thinks he's Elway already. Dude, they're already. <laughs> dude, I got a notification this morning that said that, they, over there. that that said that Trevor Lawrence will win one of two Heisman in 2019. He will win one of two Heisman trophies. I'm like, are you really? Already? That's like they're ready to give Zion undefeated. Williamson a ring already. No, that's real. If he goes undefeated next year, he's got the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Like without like I don't give a fuck right oh, yeah. now. Like really, if he goes undefeated next year, I'll call this right this moment. If they go through undefeated, unless he gets hurt, like unless he gets hurt, he looks like or, he plays smart though. He don't really well does take he, a lot of chances. Did he? Did, uh, I mean, he runs a lot, man. He does run a lot. He runs a lot and like backs in the running. That's him like, personally, like just watching someone's game. And I mean, I don't mean shit. I mean, I don't matter. Yeah. But like watching someone, he does run a lot and kind of runs haphazardly. He's big. He so can he doesn't kind think much of do it. that ish. He can he can kind of do that. Um, but you might get hurt doing that. Yeah. I mean, you might catch a dome shot and be out. Like he already got out for a concussion once this year. Thinking about yeah. that, like he was he, that happened already. Like now to think about it. Well, you got to think too that he's still playing with that high school <coughs> high school mentality where right. he's not playing against college play. He's not playing against this caliber of player, and he's still playing like he's he's against these high school kids that he was playing last like you're year. Playing against me- torpedoes, dude. Like coming yeah. out straight after like yeah. your missiles. Yeah, like one hundred percent. They're coming to knock that helmet off. This was nineties. But, but listen. Is there a better defense in college football? Maybe. Is there a better defense in college football than that what Alabama has? Apparently Michigan. But I was a, that's what I was just about to say, other than Michigan. I, I, I'm just saying that's off of like a, a ranking, but they didn't really show a whole lot. So. Bro, Trevor Lawrence ripped us apart. They ripped us apart. But so did... Steven Garcia. <laughs> Steven Garcia. That's what you was going to say? No, I wasn't going to at all. <laughs> I actually sounded like a, an absolute, like, horrible, the most stupid, we'll get them next year, uh, Bluff Road Football Club fan. <laughs> Gamecock Asian. No, really. Uh, we'll get them next I, year. I, I, I'm not a fan. I, like, I don't think that this person is the greatest quarterback ever. But Bentley ripped them apart for like 500 yards. 
Uh, no, I've been Clemson. Jake Bentley? Yeah. I'm surprised to to to, to would it, like yeah. Did you all just locked it down? Did anybody? The only God, Lord, now I think about this. Um, the only two to were they losing ever again this year at halftime? Yeah, Alabama Citadel, Citadel, <laughs> Citadel. And you, you called it. The Citadel was the one that exposed our weaknesses. That was it, man. Get those Carolina athletes. Here's the thing that gets me, though, man. That's we it. did so well running the ball. Why did we have to put the ball in the air to allow those pick sixes and those two inter- those interceptions? We ran the ball so well. Okay. We were this, averaging like seven a, yards a carry, bro. Ooh, interesting. The one time that, like, Saban relies on a big gun. It blows up in his face. It blows up in his the face. The first time he tries to do that, oh, I can dance like the young kids do now. No, sir. Just go with what fucking works. Pound her ass for six yards of carry. Dude, seriously. Straight down the field, control the clock, and have a monster defense. Just do, everyone on your defense is going in the league. Everybody in your defense is going to the league. Every your your starters, <coughs> everybody. Your starters right now are going to be starters at the next level. All of them in the first year, probably. Hell, if you were like to be like I was a backup corner at Alabama, you will probably be in the league. Yes, one hundred percent. You will get us. You will start in a lot of these fucking programs. And I'm telling you, man, why? And, and I'm not trying to go back and say, well, if we would have done this, I'm not a better coach than Nick Saban. That's foolish. But I will say this. I would have done so many, and like I would have noticed something working. And somebody made a good point of this. Okay. Do you, okay. Let me ask this. Okay. And you mentioned this at one point in time talking to you. Do you put Jalen in at halftime? Yes. Uh, you can one, ask Tyler Israel. One to give it to him. To see what he does with it, because obviously the first half didn't go right. Do you not, out of pride, because then you're like, we can make those adjustments, and you feel like, okay, we're going to put it in your hands and let for you save us is like a... Do you know what I mean? Here's my, here's my thought. I feel like Jalen Hurts earned his right to pick up that football at halftime. Did he not through pride? Yes. Like, we can out-coach. Well, you know what, man? Like, we can make the adjustments during halftime, or do you go into it with the whole... Because he he lucked out through injury. Yeah. The last time. Either... Do Do you balls up and make that choice again, like you did in a national championship game? Yeah. And concede in a sense where it's like our starting choice didn't work out. So we're doing this. Or do you like, we're going to make the fucking adjustments. Fuck you, Dabo. We're going to go with what we were going to go with. We're going to make the adjustments. We're going to come out slanging on you. Wrong. You, You didn't. My, you can ask fucking Tyler Israel, who sat right there on that couch while I sat here right here where I fucking sit and watch TV and watch this game. And I said, we are killing y'all right now on the ground. 
and he agreed. We were. We were at that, at that point. I heard the announcer saying, "I think we were averaging like six something yards a carry." So we went. And after six yards of carry, and we keep putting the ball in the air, and putting the ball in the air is what hurt us. That killed us in that game. Two picks, one of them for a touchdown, that is not healthy. That killed us in that game. We put Jalen Hurts in that game. What's Jalen good at? Running. That gives us an extra. We got a three-headed monster with Najee Harris and Damian Harris. And uh, what's the other kid's name? Doesn't matter. The other and the other guy who's just an absolute monster. You give us an extra running back, Jalen Hurts. We win that game. You give him. You get him in there at halftime and give him a couple of give him a drive to warm up you know and not just throw him in when the game's already over. I feel like Nick Saban owed Jalen Hurts more than what he got. Who's left playing whose game? You Think mean, you mean Dabo or yeah. Dabo or Saban playing each other's game? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Did Nick did Dabo learn how to play Nick's game better or did Dabo learn how to beat Nick's game? When was like, the last time that Alabama tried to have a prolific quarterback a quarterback that might never, win the Heisman? Never. Never. We've never had a quarterback. We've had a quarterback who was somebody's kid. Like, you know, he was somebody's nephew. That and won championships. And won championships doing that. You know what we had every year? Giant backs. Mark Ingram. We had <laughs> Sean Alexander. We had fucking Trent Richardson. Bo Scarborough. Eddie Lacy. Derrick Henry. You like those names, America? That's what you won championships on. You are Pete Carroll, Nick Saban. You, you would always have. Do you hear that? Good, you would have a monster back, one good receiver that would make it to the league. Yep. But you'd have one good receiver and a quarterback that didn't turn the ball over. One good receiver who is a hundred percent within fifteen yards and could stretch and the could field. Stretch, exactly. You might have one tight end that would show up every once in a while. You don't need them, but like. Every once in a while, he's going to hit you. You are Pete Carroll, Nick Saban. You need you 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 can win by running the ball. You can win the Super Bowl by running the ball, and you choose to throw it. But is that is that a Tua thing though? They had to change their. They probably had to change their entire like they were trying to play that West Coast offense thing now, because that's what everybody else in the league is doing. But that's just not ooh, Alabama football, ooh, is it? Ooh, ooh, who was their offensive coordinator last year? Fucking Sarkeesian. Lane Kiffin, Sarkeesian. All those West Coast guys. That's like a big take on them, like just as far as listening to pundits and whatnot, talking heads. That they don't have any cohesion with a, a steady offensive coordinator. Well, yeah, not only that, that's what I was just about to say earlier when you you, uh, you had something you wanted to get out. But, uh, um, yeah, they're, they're saying that Dabo has such success in Clemson because his coaching staff has been his coaching staff for, like, they're consistent. Dude, Nick Saban runs through, like... Venables, right? Yeah, Brett Venables. He's the highest paid assistant in college football. I will say this, that that, uh, Dabo takes a lot less money to keep his coaching staff around. and Less change, that's the one thing about, like... And rarely do you see... 
in uh, in that industry with such high turnover, someone's given the opportunity to build. By the way, did you catch that Suge Knight reference in the in the post game with Clemson? Mm-mm. Player got up there and said, "Any of y'all get tired of your coach coming up all in the locker room dancing? Come to Death Valley." <laughs> really? Yep. Did you not notice that? You of all people would appreciate that more than anybody in the world. I'm not gonna lie. As an Alabama fan, I heard them say that, that they had done some kind of, and I didn't know that was the exact. I, dude, he got on. That was the last thing that was said before the, yelling and shit. It was so hard to hear. That was the last thing that was said before that segment was over. Was him getting on the mic and saying, "If all of y'all getting tired of your coach all up in your locker room dancing, come to Death Valley." It just walked away, and then the camera like the, the segment was over, and that's how it ended, dude. It was as an Alabama fan who was very upset that the game was over. And in, we did. In, we got beat California. so bad in California. He says this. <laughs> you got to look that up. Yes. Hold on. I'll find it right here. Excuse me. Here you go. Clemson players channel Suge Knight while celebrating. Channel Suge Knight. Uh-oh, what was that? On my phone. Uh. in your locker room dancing. Dabo is all in the locker room dancing. I mean, what are you, what are you talking about? They just, they just try to be I clever. It. I get it. But, you know. uh, I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Does that I really... One more line in there to make it like relevant somehow. Yeah. But do, do you think that that has a lot to do with maybe Dabo and Clemson doing nothing but excelling? Because he's just keeping that. Like, here's the thing, and I heard uh, Tiki and Tierney say it the other day that when he when he called him all shucks, he was like, man, he's just got that all shucks mentality where you know we want to we want you here because of who you are, not because of necessarily how good of an athlete you are, but we want you here because of who you are as a person, and appeals to that <laughs> side of them rather than how good of an athlete they are. I would say he's Lou Holt, but he's. Has a better record, much better. Well, dude, <laughs> he has more championships. Bro, Lou Holtz wishes that he could be Dabo. I mean, right now, probably just for the age factor, but <laughs> no. but 
He wished that he could. He wished that he could be as successful as Dabo. Now here's the thing: after Dabo's won a second championship at Clemson, how soon do you think he's going to come to Alabama? Now. Well, he has a career position. I know, but he's going to come to Alabama eventually. He'll be. He'll be. No, he's Bobby Bowden. Is he? He's going to yeah. finish his career in in Clemson. You would be dumb not to. Yeah, they're going to pay him all he wants. You're going to call it, yeah, they'll pay, they'll pay him whatever he wants. He's in a lockdown position where you have the ACC on lock, on at least for the next decade. Who's going to compete unless you get snuck up on? Now, it's like gonna be, is Clemson going to be the new Alabama? The Alabama of this next decade to where everybody's just, ACC? Everybody's just going to be sick of seeing Clemson in the next decade now? What should happen is that you should have an Alabama in every conference. Yeah. You you kind of do. You have Ohio State. We'll see how that goes now. Yeah. But you did. Ohio State or Michigan, we can get in that conversation of whether Michigan, what the hell is going to go on there. Michigan's going to be fine. You would think that Jim Harbaugh has got that pipeline and would be rock and roll. And he kind of is, but he kind of ain't. Um, who knows what's going on the West Coast? Chip Kelly did for yeah. a while. The West Coast is not where it, where it was, man. No, Chip Kelly did for a while. He left, and then you just discover that you know things aren't magical. This, I think that's what Dabo. I hope, and I do think that Dabo realizes that sometimes you just have like a magical combination of everything that's going on at that moment. Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily you. It's not necessarily... It's everything. It's it's like the magical equation. wonder if that's how it works. He walks in the house and says, Son, do you want to beat Alabama? Is that his recruitment? Uh, now it is. <laughs> Son, do you want a ring? Like, yeah. I've got a couple of them. Which one do you want? Which one do you want to look at? He walks in the house, pulls his jacket off, kicks his shoes off, takes his rings off, sits them on the coffee table, lays down, takes a nap, takes a nap, and sips that orange Kool-Aid and yep, or purple. I only drink orange or purple. I only drink orange or purple. You can keep that red. Keep that red back there. No, have anything to do with that. (laughs) We don't like that dark red Kool-Aid around here in my house. Yeah, but man, we love that. Orange and purple. That's right. He drinks only orange and purple Kool-Aid. Man, that probably ruined it for us, too, because I drank purple Kool-Aid that game. Uh, You jinxed yourself. That's some bullshit. You should have poured that shit down the drain before the game even started. Yeah. I jinxed myself hard, too, man. I just... Because I felt like... You knew they weren't going to. You didn't want them to win. Yeah, yeah, I know. But see, it still sucks, though, because the reality... I can say on up into the game, oh, man, we really need to lose for the sake of the game. It's time for us to step down. It's time for the sake of the sport. It needs to happen. And you've heard me say that a thousand fucking times. Who goes higher in the draft tour? Lawrence. Who gets drafted higher? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence hasn't thrown two interceptions in a pick six in the fucking in the national championship. Unless we can get him to do it next year. Who is he? I wonder if he's throwing a pick six all year. Dude, I don't know. Dude, he's accurate, and I know that his 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 throw velocity is like 
66 miles an hour, I think, and mm-hmm. average NFL star, NFL quarterbacks like 49 or 50 something. I saw one my size is like, fucking killing me, man. I saw one thing about the combine. They've only been doing it for about 10 years. Rough estimate. Jameis Winston was number five. He threw like 56 and change. The leader threw like 60 yeah. and change. And some game, like I don't know if it was Syracuse game or which game it was, but it was some game like four weeks from the end of the season. He was had a throwing velocity of like 66 miles an hour. It was a freshman. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's insane. That's just fucking unreal. And you know what? It's probably because he's got those tiny arms and just sling them. Like a major league baseball pitcher. Yeah. Satchel Page. The the less muscle, the harder you can throw the ball. Well, he's got muscle. He's It'll be interesting because if he puts on size, if he'll be able to throw. Like, that, that is one thing. Like, he does have a frame to put on size. Yeah. Um, but then that's moving him into a different but, position. But then if he do, were to, would you then have the same mojo? Throwing mechanics, yeah. same velocity, same elasticity, all that kind of shit when it comes to throwing. That's why you don't see, like, jacked-up pitchers. They're all just, like, lanky and long. Yeah. Like, string beam. Or Bartolo Colon, who just lets himself go. It looks like me out there on the fucking mound. Or guys like that. That which winds up being like a lot of times those people are like like the best hitters and shit because it really doesn't come down to like it's that whole turning of the weight. Just putting your weight behind it. Like turning the weight. Get a good hit. Whichever way the weight is, whether it's like jacked up weight or whether it's hand bound. Use what you got. Use what you got. Babe Ruth did it with hot dogs. Kirby Puckett, fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Old, uh, uh, <coughs> was it the Cleveland Indians or Cincinnati Reds he played for? Big man, Phil Crook. You remember him? Crook? White dude? Phil Crook. He played for the Phillies, didn't he? Yeah, there you go, Phillies. Huh. Yeah, I know, I know it was a red jersey. Yeah, well, red letters anyway. Yeah, one ball. You have like testicular. I don't know, man. I know that he did. I know that he did. Uh, I know that he did um, sports announcing for years afterwards. Um, I wonder what causes that. Probably, I don't know. Probably keeping your phone between your legs when you drive. Or headphones and the phones because I heard all that static. In a second. <laughs> it, it does it whenever you touch with the touch screen technology. Is like it, it, it'll make it crackle yeah. like that. But no, nah, man, you get big guys like that who can play the game forever, and they're like, shit, look at how big Big Poppy was. You think he's running laps? They'll laugh at you, dude. Really? Like you think he's doing cardio? You think he's a dude? There's a picture of Babe Ruth. Like being carried off the field after being told to practice cardio. Like he was just so give out he couldn't breathe. There were two men literally carrying Babe Ruth off the field after he's trying to run laps. Like has testicular cancer. Phil Krupp? In ninety four, during spring training he was diagnosed. That's a bummer. John Crook. John Crook. John Crook was with the Phillies. Oh, that's where I was getting Phil from then. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with that. But, but nah, uh, yeah, John Crook, John Crook, big dude. Uh, yeah, those guys can play the game forever. In baseball. That's possible in baseball. Like you could be out of shape and be you have your balls off. Yeah, well, exactly, literally. I mean, that's a little below the belt. 
No pun intended. <laughs> but anyway, so don't you think Barry Bonds should get ball cancer? Anyone's got ball cancer, Barry Bonds should get ball cancer. I mean, I ain't trying to curse nobody with anything, but I do think that it should be taken into account that he did something that he did something that everybody else was doing. But he does something want to get. Yeah, it would be ironic. I like I love that like meme that's like going around now. It's called <clears throat> shit. Uh, God, Lord, who's the guy? Who's the guy? The old time, the old time commentator, sports commentator. Oh, uh, Steve Stewart Scott. No, no, no. White dude, way before then. Oh, Boomer. I mean, no, uh, 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 Swami. No, way, 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 way before. Like OJ status. Wait, you got to give me more hints than Howard, that. No, Howard, Howard Cassell. Cassell. Howard Cassell. And he's standing there with um, OJ and Caitlin. Oh, oh, Bruce. Bruce. And it says, I have looked in the future and you will not believe this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the future and you will not believe this. I have seen the future and you will not believe this. <laughs> That's fucking accurate. Dude, what if what if he would have leaned over and, and said, you're going to be a woman one day and you're going to kill yours? I saw another one today. Uh, and I don't know how real this is. I mean, you'd have to like back channel all this kind of shit. But it said, it, like, Buffalo season, the year before they drafted OJ, came down to like one play. Yeah, I heard and that. that play failed. And they lost. So thus, when they lost, they got a high draft pick, drafted OJ. OJ met Nicole. So if that play didn't happen and set into motion all these different things, you would never Nicole, have the Kardashians. Oh my God. You're backtracking the whole that's thing. What, that's what it came down to. You wouldn't have the Kardashians. Did you ever watch the thing? What? The Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they mispronounced their name. Uh, like they didn't even know how to say their name. Sure. Fucking Rob. Ross. Ross. Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. But Ross, yeah. Yeah. Ross. It was, I don't hey. know. They, they're good at marketing. I, like, but then we wouldn't have all these great. Anything. Then we wouldn't have all these great Kanye breakdowns, though. I love Kanye. Well, you about to get him on a podcast, man. He's about to do a long form with Rogan. He's, they're both on That's board. Awesome. They're both confirmed. They both tweeted that it's going to happen. So it's going to happen. That's going to be awesome. Didn't Robin never do one? No, nah, I don't know if Robin's ever done a podcast before. But that would be a hell of a podcast to listen That'd to, though. That'd be a good one. That'd be an awesome one. Robin That'd was one of my favorite people ever. Why, why, why was... On paper, why was he? Why was he your favorite? Like, I mean, on record, why was he your favorite? Okay, Robin didn't like as far as athletically didn't come up like through your major routes. He went to like community colleges and this kind of shit. And Odessa, something, whatever, another. I don't know. Odessa remember. Permian. Yeah, something like that. It's like some kind of crazy shit. And uh, wound up being possibly the greatest rebound ever. Has five rings, I think. Uh, Complete counterculture to what the NBA was. 
like what you had. That's why, like, really, those bulls, like, we talked about that one day just joking around. Yeah. Like, that bull, like, he was a complete counterculture. Like, to yeah, what Jordan was, and Jordan was in the street, and, you know, Nike, and this. Yeah. Robin was shot culture. The establishment. Robin was the complete opposite. Shot culture. <laughs> and still was able to monopolize upon it. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, 20 years, 22 years later, I'm still talking about. Nobody done that. No. And Ain't then, nobody been him. And then through the weirdness of him and The Apprentice and Young Come Oons. Yeah. Whatever. With, you know, his love of basketball and yeah. the Bulls. Like, dude, yeah. Picture him in a Robin jersey. Yeah, picture him totally in a Robin jersey. Number 28. Like like that movie, The Interview. Yeah. <laughs> He's just throwing stuff off the background. Or off the backboard, I mean. Yep. Snagging rebounds. Rodman. Yep. Rodman. Playing <laughs> basketball by himself, like throwing a pass out, going to go get it, like. Like he's twelve. That was real, and and we talked about that too. I think in one of the sports talks before, we stated that Dennis Rodman deserves a Nobel Peace Prize for doing. I mean, huge things, huge. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're so big. You've never seen anything like this. They're huge. You've never seen anything like this. But anywho. I don't really, I don't really know a whole lot about what's going on in the NBA right Nothing now. College football. Nothing as big as college football. Nothing's going on except for Clemson. Nothing as big as that. That's the, the biggest story in the world. Yeah, this biggest story in the world. Clemson's losing already committed three starters, three I think defensive starters. I heard that earlier tonight. A lot of coaching changes in the NFL going down. Bruce Arians is going to Tampa Bay. And uh, what's his name? Kitchen. Getting a job in Cleveland. I was just about to say that. All right. I think they should have left. Like They should have let the interim guy take it. Dude, they're like digging you. Like. They were playing hard for that guy. They were winning. They were, listen. They almost had a winning season. Not only did they almost have a winning season, every single game they lost. Did they get blown out all year at all? Once. I think it was one time. Into who? By who? Maybe. Doesn't really matter. I think they got beat one time. Like really beat. Like the first four games all went in either overtime or about a field goal. Yeah, I mean they they were in every, every game, game they, that they lost. They had after that, it was pretty close. I think they really got beat, beat, but like one game. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I mean any. I want to see what what the record was for this year. Yeah, well, okay, give me that. Uh, like. Seven, one. What? Oh, Jesus. This is an old article. See, the internet is just, there's too much information here. Played 16 games in the season? Yeah. Mm. 
Why, why one of Seven, eight, and one. Those were season, that was their. Yep, they tied. Seven, the eight, Brown, and one. The, 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 the Steelers. The Steelers. Since they won one last game, it would have been eight. Seven, their best eight, record. Okay, their best record since 2007. All right, here's the thing. I don't think anybody's leaving. Nobody left the Browns except the coach. And I think their interim coach is still there, correct? He wasn't he wasn't the guy who came in and fired everybody. I think that was the dude at uh and was all that went down today. That on the Miami thing. Oh yeah, all that went down today. That was him and uh somebody else got a job in um who was it? I think Mike McCarthy might be going to New York for the Jets. Where did the uh, Brown, uh, the Bears' defensive coordinator go? Uh, Wasn't that the guy who went? No, 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 no. Was it? I could be screwing this whole thing up. Let's see here. So, Freddie Kitchen, who was from um, Nick Mangio. Nick Mangio. So, where did he come from? He, Nick Mangio's off uh, Browns. Greg Williams. Or not the Browns, the Broncos. What the hell am I talking about? Can you read? Uh, yeah, he went to go coach the Broncos. Huh. <coughs> Dude, all right, so here's my, here's my deal. I'm stoked with how the Browns played. I could very well be a Browns fan, only because of the story. America's team. Yeah, well, it's like, you know, you've been made fun of. It's like the the kid who keeps getting bullied, but then he hits that growth spurt and he gets bigger than everybody. And finally it's like, oh, well, he's starting to hit back now. And then it's like eventually you're going to get beat by this kid that you've bullied all these fucking years. And now love that story. And I think that that's what's going to happen. And you know what? Who better to do that with with them with Baker Mayfield, so a kid who literally just has been kind of a dick. He was like that kid on Ballers, like he's the Johnny. He was a Johnny Football, but I really think that he got somebody in his head, some old veteran that's like, "Hey, kid, if you want to make it in this game, you got to do a certain thing." And he, I believe he straightened his act up. Well, he has the locker room behind him. That's one thing. Like, yeah, that, that's his advantage. He has a locker room behind him. It, it seems. Yeah. Is that whatever he's doing, he's not doing it in the arrogant sense. Like, watch an interview with him and Colin Cowherd last year before the draft. Colin Cowherd was trying to call, call him out and being like a me person and picked out like five seconds from a video. And he called him out. I was like, you're picking out one, one five seconds of a video. I threw a touchdown to him, ran over there, and then sprinted off somewhere. To, you're not even showing where I sprinted. That's the student section with our band and everything else. You want to yeah. show one thing. Uh, 
uh, you didn't show the other three touchdowns where I was in the end zone. Yeah. We're whooping the hell out of someone, and I'm getting the hype with the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Which is all this is about. That's all it's about. And Colin Cowherd didn't want to show that. The thing, it seems that one thing that Baker Mayfield has is that he gets his team, he he rallies around his team and his yep. team rallies around him. He he gains their respect. Very much. And that's a huge thing in, a, in, a, in an NFL locker room. The biggest. If you get that, you can do anything. And, man, I really just think that he's he knows LeBron ain't in Cleveland no more. Listen, Cleveland ain't got a boy. You're the biggest show in town. You're the biggest show in town. You know, you are not, like, LeBron's not there anymore. There's nobody else taking that stand. It ain't Colin Sexton who had to wear a Clemson jersey yesterday. I asked asked Janessa this, and I asked a couple other people who we know they're from that area. Yeah. Uh, What would you rather see? Because you have the hierarchy of sports in Cleveland. Yeah. Broncos, Indians, Cavs. Just as your everyday. Browns, Indians, Cavs. What did I just say? Broncos. Broncos would tell them I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Browns. Yeah. Indians. Cavs. Yep. What would you rather see? A Browns playoff win or a Cavs championship? I guarantee you she had a Browns playoff win. Absolutely. Everyone, I'm going to say that. Oh, absolutely. They all did. Like, everyone who was from that area... They're, they're much more of a football fan than they are an NBA oh, yeah. fan. They said they would much rather see a Browns playoff win or a playoff run than Absolutely. an NBA championship. They could care less. Yeah, nobody gives a You're shit like anymore. Third on totem pole. Nobody gives a shit anymore. Dude, it's like LeBron James. He's took he's took them there. Everything this 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 championship probably don't mean shit to them no more. They've been in the dance every year. They've gotten there. They've 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 gotten their their greatness. You think in that? Maybe that's why he left because he realized that like champion, bringing a chip to the land really didn't mean that much because it's not. It's like that we here. Okay, we're here every year. It's like maybe maybe it, was he jealous of how, how shitty the Browns were? <laughs> Is that inevitably what we're saying? That's what the Cavs were are were. were. Well, I think that. I think that he, I don't know. I think he left because his wife wanted him to. And I heard, I heard uh, somebody talking about how much the wife has to do with uh, with choosing where you work. And it's like usually the first couple of times it's for me. You know, I, I need to make this decision for my life. I need to do this or whatever. No. And then when you realize, okay, I've been making all the decisions, and yes, I do make basically all of the money I am not running this family by myself so I'm going to ask you what do you want to do what do you think wasn't the first time when, she, when they went to Miami did she did she pick to go down there and hang out with Gabrielle Union all the time was that on her maybe not I think his wife picked. It would be a, like that would be a hard lifestyle man like I've thought about that a lot like being a major league Baseball player or basketball player? Yeah. I guess hockey would be the same because they play the same amount of games. Like, that would be a hard lifestyle because you play 40-some road games Yeah, over the course of 180 days, basically. <clears throat> Seven months, yeah, something like that, 180 to 200 days. Yeah. Uh 
That would be a super hard lifestyle, man. Yeah, it would be. I couldn't do it. I could like, not move around that carry much. carry on a family and all that. Like, you know, even if you're back for 41 games. Yeah. Half the time, you're still practicing. Those days, your game days, are not like they're off days. Like, you might wake up at home. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe. That's the thing about it. Like, everybody talks shit about baseball not being as physical of a sport. But I don't think they understand that you are, like, 162 games in a year. Like, 162 games, half of those games, you're going to be on the road. Yeah. Like you're eighty for eighty days in one hundred and sixty days, you're going to be in a different city than home. It, it winds up being a weird mind-numbing thing, I bet, where it's like you're playing eighty-one pickup games, yeah, in other cities. Yep. Where it's like we got to win, but like if it gets really competitive, then we get serious. But yeah, it's kind of like an NBA regular season game. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like we're just playing a bunch of pickup games all over the fucking country. And yeah. At this point in time, if I'm not like, I could, if I didn't recognize what floor I'm on and you, just lay down, you don't playing, know what you're doing, you know, what city am I in? Yeah. If you didn't recognize the team that you're playing on, all of a sudden it's like they're wearing some mixed up jersey for that special day that says like yeah. Los Spurs or some shit. You're yeah. like, now, where am I for a second? Like, what, what, why are, why are the Knicks wearing green jerseys? <laughs> Oh shit! It's, We're in Boston. <laughs> Fuck. We're not in. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. Like yes, I'm uh, like we're in Boston. Oh, shit. <laughs> Where are we again? The Knicks have old green. No, never mind. We are. In it says it says Madison Square Garden on the floor. God, where am I, dude? That I wonder if that's what makes a great basketball player that, or a great baseball player that the one that it just doesn't matter where they are. Like they go, they just. They don't even think about the jersey. So I don't even care. I, I don't even care who's on the other side. I don't give it. Oh, I what th- team is it today? I don't give a shit. I get in the bus and I get out of the bus. I think that's it. You know, it's like, I know I'm being dead serious. I think that's it. I don't give a shit who I'm playing. No, no. I get in the bus. I get out of the bus. I don't care where I am. Y'all know what I'm here for. Y'all know why I'm here. That's. I think that's the the the. That's the secret. The, I bet so. I wonder what the secret is to living in the state of South Carolina, being an Alabama fan after that loss. I wonder what the secret of that is. What do you think Nick Saban's thinking right now? <sighs> right this second, he is probably having a nightmare of Tua Tagalova saying, I got this, coach. <laughs> I believe that's why he went back on the field. I believe Tua convinced Nick Saban that he had this. I've made a mistake. I can fix this. Do you think Nick Saban can be talking in anything? Probably not. No, but that's what he's gone with all year, and that's what he's going to stick with, and I don't think he's going to. He was too, you, like you said, from, proud. Yeah. Uh, he was too proud to not go that route. Yeah, to not go that route after halftime. Because if you went a different route at halftime, it's like conceding. Yeah. It's like, oh, my original game plan sucked. We're getting the doors blown off. Let me, like, split the script on them again. 
Because they'll never expect it. But then what if he flips the script on and wins? Would he rather just lose on his own terms than win on that one? Is that what it comes down to? Were the other two Lady Luck? No. Dude, there ain't nothing lucky about that. That's just that's just that's just ball. After the, it's been the going rate for like how many years now? I don't think that's luck. Just the two a substitution and then the Jalen substitution during the SEC championship. Like both of them I will were say like this. very like <clears throat> happenstance. Nick Saban did say if I could have got to Tua, before he call called that dog. play, I would have ne- I would have called a different play. He said he would have never got a chance to throw that ball to win the championship against Georgia. So, I guess. And then he said his happiest was during that because he had no – he had coached them. But he didn't coach them that moment. Yeah, he was like... I felt like I had done my job. Yeah, I had created great football players. Right. Then, in the SEC thing, this year... But Jalen just came in and did... Jalen came in, and you can't coach that. So, those two biggest moments are uncoachable moments. Yep. Can't coach that. I still feel like Jalen deserved to go in at halftime. He did. I feel like he deserved to go in at half. He earned it. He did. He sat on the bench. He he didn't complain. He never said a negative word about the program, <coughs> about Nick Saban, about his decision. He never said a single word about any of that. He deserved to be in the game. He deserved to be in the game at halftime. I'm a five-star of the state of Mississippi. Where do I go? Do you think he's going to go to Ole Miss and beat us or Mississippi State and beat us? I'm talking about just me in a hypothetical. Oh, you're you're, you're a five-star athlete out of Mississippi? Yep. D-line. Alabama? Why? Clemson's been putting out D-linemen like... Yeah, well, I mean, I I will say this. The championship game, you're asking a Bama fan. I'm going to say Alabama anyway because it doesn't – like Clemson, you go to Clemson and you have a chance to make it in the NFL. If you go to Alabama, you will make it to the NFL. It depends on what position. Let's get real now. They've become like wide receiver university. If you can get get in at Alabama. They have to turn out one a year. Clemson will turn out two or three. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. Like, but I'm just real. saying, like, if Clemson you can get in at Alabama, like, you will be. Clemson has like two or three hot receivers a year at this point in time. Yeah. Now, I don't talk about recruits coming in. I'm talking about people coming out. Yeah, well, I mean. So, they're wide receivers. I don't know year. who that one kid is with the, the one arm. Jesus. They have, that guy. They become a wide receiver You, They've got defensive linemen the last few years stacked up. That's what Alabama yeah. has. They put out like big, long, strong backs. Yeah. Like a team. Like, not necessarily built like Mark Ingram, like five foot eight, like bowling balls, like yeah. six foot two, 220, 230 kind of backs. 
like a teen or whatever. E- ETN could be ETN. Could he be uh, better than CJ Spiller? He stays one more year. Gallman's pretty good. Travis play, is that the uh, guy? dude's playing for New York. That was who's part of their last championship. He's he's all right. He's good. Like he's a big bat. Like he's big. He can catch out of the backfield. He's big. Dude. He's kind of big and not necessarily like he's big and long in the sense where you almost you don't want to get his knees fucked up. Yeah, because that's what happens with taller running backs. It seems. Just because you're lankyish, yeah, and you and bowling and running backs that are shaped like bowling balls seem to do well, yeah. Like they, I mean, just, just, they just move and drop in the head and the shoulder pads, and you're never getting to their legs to begin with. Yep, and that's why they stay healthy. That's Guys who are taller, you're getting they're getting legs cut out from under, and they always wind up with leg issues at some point in time. It just is what. See, it is. Clemson is definitely part of that conversation now. Have been over the last couple of years, and with the but quarterback situation, they've got with the quarterback situation. Years, if you're if you're a five star back defensive player, I'm still going to say Alabama, just because that's a guaranteed. If you go there and you do your job, and not if you go there and you get accepted to play football for the University of Alabama, that's almost like a stamp of a <laughs> stamp of approval for the NFL. Like this means that this player is is good at what they do. And yeah, Clemson is part of that okay. conversation now. But okay. I still I'm still gonna say Alabama just because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. And I know you're gonna share your, your favoritism, and I'm a graduate of South Carolina's or SEC school. But uh, did this do anything to legitimize the ACC? No, because Clemson is Ooh. fucking head and shoulders above everybody else in the so, ACC. So, so you're not even equating this to even a conference strength. No, because who who else is in the ACC that's competing? Or is is anybody? There's teams in the ACC that put up a just to get a fight as Alabama did. Oh yeah, against Clemson. Yeah. I mean, listen, are we I just going to give this in, a bad game? No, Alabama had a bad no, game. We could get into that. We could get into that stupid argument of well, South Carolina only lost by 21. Yeah, I mean that's just true. I, I, and I had that. It was like, yeah, of course the South Carolina fan will say that. Uh, but does it legitimize the ACC at all? Like, I think say it has to. I mean, Grand maybe rolled over everybody except for a couple teams. But that's but Clemson, Clemson did. Clemson is part of the ACC. You all rolled over everyone too. But yeah, exactly, we did. But who else in the SEC is is beating everybody? Is, who else in the SEC is doing anything Virginia outside of Alabama? The shit out of South Carolina and <laughs> or whatever that is. I mean, LSU almost lost to UCF. UCF has gone undefeated for the last two years, and they'd lost. If, they, if UCF would have had their starting quarterback, they might have beat. They would have beat LSU. They like, would have beat them. Like they did that with a backup quarterback. I'm saying like bad at all. The same thing I'm saying about the ACC though is the same thing I'm saying about the SEC with Alabama. Like outside of Alabama, who's doing anything in the SEC over the last say five years outside of Auburn? Once. Georgia wants to pretend. Georgia, yeah, all I'll give. Be, I'll, okay, Georgia I'll give Georgia that. No, but, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't give Georgia that. But Georgia plays you all good for a half. Yay. Georgia rolls over a bunch of teams in the East that don't mean shit. 
Yeah. Who they beat? Yeah. Who they beat? South Carolina? Kentucky. Our South, South Carolina is like the team that they got to watch out for. Yeah. Kentucky, as of the last year. Yeah. Like, Kentucky has, like, one good year, and they've got to, like, watch out for Kentucky. Like, if, if you've got to watch out for Kentucky or South Carolina, you don't deserve to be in the top four game. Like, let's get fucking serious. Yeah. If you're not kicking the dog shit out of South Carolina, you don't need to be in a top four game. And I'm a South Carolina fan. Like, let's just get real. See, here's the thing. I, that's why I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about the conference. The conference championship is almost like a bowl game. The, the conference I mean, championship should be like the first level of the playoffs. Yeah, but it is. like, unfortunately, you get teams like Notre Dame that will get just a pass because they're not in one. They should be in the Big Ten. Well, I think I, I had this idea that the best, like the best team out. That's not in the conference championship. Like the best team who did not make their conference championship should be Notre Dame's conference championship. Like your best first man out, basically. They, but that's only if Notre Dame's like undefeated. If Notre yeah, Dame's that's if they deserve it. If they, it. Yeah, that's if they deserve it. But I mean, I, I don't even know it what is, you would do otherwise. Just put them in a conference, give them exclusive rights, like to a TV station, if that's what they want. Whatever. Just like simplify yeah. it, but they place their schedule three years out. I get it. Like you can't predict that some teams are going to be good, some teams are going to be bad. Like normally, SoCal is good, SoCal is bad. You know, so you question their strength of schedule. Is that because all the West Coast players are coming east? Um, all their five star athletes. I just don't know. If, like this isn't. Like maybe they're just not built the same way. It's not the same style of game. Or the game, yeah, the game's changing. Game, around. Well, the game's just they've always ran like a loose, like West Coast has always been like flag football, and still when it gets down to it, it gets down to like the trenches. Yeah. And you'll back to what Alabama should do is four yards in a cloud of dust. And that's what, like, Southeast football has always been known for. Like, you've got receivers and you got some dudes who can throw. But Southeast Conference never really has been known for quarterbacks. Never. Let's get real. Like, you might have Peyton Manning. The last Manning, one was like, Joe Namath. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <clears throat> like, you, like, Peyton Manning, uh, Eli, if you want to put it that way. If you want to talk about someone within a quarterback. We're talking about throwing. Not like four yards in a cloud of dust, or you'd be like Tim Tebow, the greatest quarterback in all, all of college football. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who he was. But, yeah, I mean, if you look at what they accomplished, it's four yards in a cloud of dust, no matter what you want to like. That and a stud defense that just, like, will knock your helmet off. Yeah. It's SEC football, man. That's it is. the one thing while that, where you get. SEC gets their namesake. Yeah, that's where you get your. Yeah, that's where you get your reputation. But do you have that reputation anymore? Florida ain't doing it. The Auburn East hasn't been doing it. East is <clears throat> the East hasn't done it in in a few years. Other than, other than Georgia. Here's the thing: for the sake of the sport. I don't even want to fucking say this. For the sake of the sport, South Carolina needs to beat us again. 
when we go to Columbia this year, if the SEC wants to be relevant again. No, or would that just look like you all are beat up? Yeah, it would. It would suck. It would suck for a year. But so you want Alabama to have a down year? No, I don't want Alabama to have a down year. That would make me sound like a crazy person. I'm go, not a crazy uh, person. You want to go? You want to go eleven and one I with a, a crazy loss person. to South Carolina? For this, well, here's they, the thing. Here's the thing with a questionable, not even a good South Carolina team. Like, let's just get real. You all no. lost to South Carolina the first time with Marcus Lattimore and Stephen Garcia and Alshon Jeffrey. I think. Yeah. Like, let's get real. All three of them were studs. Yeah. And a bunch of people on defense, Davian and Mark in- and Ingram. Yeah. Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. Yep. Like. Yeah. If we, and I say, and I, that, I don't even like yeah. that, but for the sake of the, if the, if the SEC wants to be relevant again, Alabama needs to be handled. And DJ Swearinger and Captain Munderland. Yeah. That list keeps going. South Carolina was DBU for a minute. I hate to say Stephen Gilmore. Yeah, well. Can't can't build that championship on him. I mean, if the SEC wants to be relevant again, then Alabama has to be dethroned as that juggernaut. And... It's, or not necessarily dethroned, but somebody needs to somebody needs to beat Alabama if that's if that's, he wants to be relevant again. Well, or not even necessarily. Somebody just in the East needs to rise up. The, the SEC championship should be something that's like a tough deal. And like, granted, that Georgia, would. Tennessee, Tennessee's got that Lane Kiffin curse that 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 won't won't ever heal. It's like they're Michigan. Tennessee is Michigan to me. I, I said somebody. I said that to somebody the other day. That Lane Kiffin, that Tennessee hasn't been right ever since uh, Lane Kiffin did him that way. And I feel like Tennessee had a different. Like, his Lane Kiffin was a decent. I mean, he was a decent recruiter. I believe that everything that he's had, every negative thing that's happened in his in his career, has all stemmed back to him just really screwing Tennessee. Like that's the curse of the Bambino for him. But just, um, somebody just needs to rise up. Just like I've been saying, you know, everybody wants to complain about it's always being Alabama, always being Clemson. Beat us. It would be interesting if there was one third team that came out that was just like <coughs> beast-like. But you just, let it be UCF. They had that quarterback this year. It would have been interesting to see what they did. If there was another team that was going to come out and just be a beast, I wouldn't mind seeing Michigan do well, bring that program back. I think Michigan might own the record for the uh, for the most modern championships. Does it matter if they beat Ohio State next year? Uh, I think it has to matter any any in any any case. It but, matters, but you don't really know. It's not Urban Meyer that has Yeah, it's not. If if they do beat them, then that will always be the asterisk next to it that it was the first year, first Meyer. rebuilding year, that this one didn't really count. But 
Either way, that maybe Urban Meyer stepping out of Ohio State does allow Michigan to step up and be that juggernaut and get the seat at the table. Maybe it was like Ohio State's just been cock-blocking against this girl that Michigan's been trying to hook up with for years, and now they're not in the picture anymore, so Michigan can, can get, step in. Is that Is Michigan better than Penn State? Yes, I think. I mean, here, dude, Michigan has the recruitment power of a dude saying, "Hey, I played in a Super Bowl," or "Hey, I took a team to a Super Bowl." You want to come play for? You want to come play for me? Not only that, I took Colin Kaepernick to the Super Bowl. Um, come play for me. Okay. When's the next time the Big Ten wins a national championship? Well, anybody who's going to stand a chance of winning a championship is going to have to either go through Clemson or Alabama. When's the next time the Big Ten wins a national championship? I don't know. If we have an off year next year, which I suspect we're going to have an off year coming up soon, I don't know if it'll be within Nick Saban's tenure. I don't see him coming back next year and losing a lot. We probably won't lose to South Carolina. <clears throat> it's a possibility, but probably won't. Ooh, let me ask this. If Nick Saban comes back next year and doesn't win, how long would Nick Saban go without winning before Nick Saban retired? I think he'd finish out his contract. I don't know, maybe because hell, was he? He's sixty-seven now. How long would he go? Would he go two years, three years? I think it's the needle. I think he'll Joe Pod his shit. Maybe. God, really? No. <laughs> no, not really. I, I said that. So. I don't believe that. I believe he'll step out of the game when he still like can go and do shit with his life. You know, would like, he end on a championship. I think he has to go out big. I think he would have to. I think he you're has Nick to go out big. Man. At this point, you're Nick Saban. You can't. You can't have a couple of shit years no. and then like scoot off. If you he gotta. Were to, if he were to win next year, if he were to win next year and feel like okay, this is like last opportunity, then I might have to walk away from the game. I wouldn't, dude. I've already gotten more than any fan could ask for. Out of his tenure as coach already. Or do you, does, okay, let me ask this. With magical situations being what they are, does the Alabama dynasty only last as long as Nick Saban is there? As we know it right now. Like, not saying that you won't emerge from the ashes and yeah, whatever. The but Phoenix. I'm talking about like right now as it is this string there's no way that like he could step away and it just continue along as a smooth machine of whipping ass. Well I think that Nick Saban has been looking for a long time for that coach to take under his wing and say, I want to hand this program off to you. And I think that he has been 
interviewing coaches for this job over and over and over, and he hasn't found his man yet. That dude, Devin don't want that job. I don't want that job for. He's got a better job. He gets paid. He don't get paid more. Uh, nobody gets paid more in Alabama than, than Nick Saban. He makes the most. Jim Harbaugh. Does Jim Harbaugh make more than Nick Saban now? Uh, Nick Saban is the highest paid government official in Alabama. <clears throat> Spurrier was the highest paid. In South Carolina? While he was here. I'm um, sure Debo is now. But, um, but seriously, though. Dabo is creating his own dynasty in Clemson, but he did graduate from the University of Alabama. He played football at Alabama. If he has the opportunity to take over, like it's like you've got this sweet 2018 Corvette that you've always drove, and it's badass, man. It's brand new, but dad... You're right. Saving. Yeah. Dad has got this sick <laughs> 19. Urban Meyer was number two at 7.6. Jim Harbaugh was number three at 7.5. Yeah. Saban was at number one with 8.3. Yep. And I think he's got five more years on that contract. But I think Harbaugh had a huge bonus. I think. I think that's what that was saying. Harbaugh had some gigantic bonus as if he would have. Yeah. It could have made him. Um, but the story could end that the Davos, like I made, aw shucks, I appreciate the offer, but uh, I made Clemson my home. And I, I believe that that could happen. He could say, you know, I've, I've made Clemson my home. But. The fact is, he played football at Alabama, and he won rings. He won rings at Clemson. He won rings in '92 in, in yeah, Alabama. I say he won a ring in Alabama. He won his first ring in Alabama. He got that first feeling of a championship in his blood in that crimson jersey. He's gonna stay number so eighty-eight past the. He's going to stay long enough until Hunter Renfro can become a head coach at Clemson. <laughs> so next year, <laughs> he's Hunter Renfro's like 100. He's like our age. Long enough for Hunter Renfro to have a long, fruitful career with New England. He, dude, Hunter Renfro, what if he went to Carolina? What would he do there? You got Christian McCaffrey. And Hunter Renfro. And then Cam Newton. To get rid of Cam Newton. And put Hunter Renfro at quarterback. No, to get rid of... Okay. Cam Newton sucks next year. Cam Newton sucks every year. Okay. Cam Newton sucks next year. Hypothetical. Trade Cam Newton while he still has a lot of trade value. Tank the next season. You've You've traded Cam Newton for a high number one pick. Yeah. To start off with, you tank the next season. So then you have two high number one picks. You trade those two number high one picks for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has to come 80 miles up the fucking road. Yeah, he can go see his parents. He can go hang out. Yeah, he can do whatever. And 
you possibly have what might be one of the, what, you know, if prodigy, you know, whatever, the prodigal son kind of thing. If not, then you sell a bunch of tickets, and you're not going to do any worse than you did with Cam Newton. Trevor Lawrence, I, in the way too early poll, I'll give Trevor Lawrence way too early poll, in the way yeah. too early poll. By what I've seen in the national championship game against the best defense in the league, besides Michigan, to be 19 years old, I mean, or however old he is, greatest college that. football quarterback of all time. Like, I mean, it's, it's in the insane. way too early poll, way too early, but like for greatest college football quarterback of all year, time, all season long, impressive. Like, not way. That's a, like a complete understatement. Like the most insane shit. Yeah. Just, Cool. But you can see how teams will start to like start to strategize. That's one right there. Yeah. Whatever they're doing in Clemson is working. Yep. I Chick-fil-A. fucking hate to say it. But whatever whatever they're doing in Clemson and, and they're all talking about God and talking about Chick-fil-A. you know they're keeping their Purple keeping Kool-Aid. their hope in God. Right now. Keeping their hope in God and praying before the games and just being being the good, I mean, they're they're literally taking this this. Uh, Let the light within you shine brighter than the light that has shone upon you. There you go. That's a good finish right there. That's it. That's a good finish. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, some surprise content for you. Oh, by the way, YouTubers. Oh, whoa! Watch out! Watch out for that. It'll uh, your feedback bad enough. Okay. No, you're good. Okay. Uh, we ain't quite there yet. Yeah, like a rock show without a little feedback. Yeah. By the way, YouTubers, you've noticed I've moved my record player from over here to over there. Record player's still here. It's just moved differently. Trying to declutter a little bit, and I didn't really do much today because it had a podcast, and then obviously another one. And uh, I just watched that movie, the Meg, the Megalodon movie. Just, just very, very, very. Uh, it's just like you would think. Just imagine how the movie. Imagine how you think the movie would go. It went like that. Uh, <laughs> it went like that. So uh, just, just yeah. That being said, been moving some things around, whatnot. You, you're going to be seeing different different things coming around. I'm going to be curtaining up all this stuff to try to get rid of some of the background noise and whatnot. But anyway. YouTubers, stick around with me for just a second. Let me do this intro and the click links at the bottom of the page. And as for audio people, go watch the YouTube video so you can click all those links at the bottom of the page and get the bonus content that you missed from the beginning of this episode. So I guess that's all I got for you right now. Be good people. In a world full of shitty people, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. Peace, bitches.